this is Taylor Tips with Tiff, where I interview the best in the business so you can learn, achieve, and succeed with all of your real estate needs. Hello to all of my friends and clients out there. Today I'm speaking with Jacqueline Houghton of Access Realty and Navigating Multiple Offers. Okay, we know price is obvious. A lot of people are going over asking uh, if they're, you know, in a multiple offer situation. And if you're in the core of our area, you're going to be in a multiple offer situation right now because of the lack of inventory. So give me a few pointers on how you are standing out in front of the seven other offers. Yeah, that's a great question. I get asked it all the time. Well, what if we can't go? 30,000 over the asking price. How else can our offer stand out? Um, there's a couple of different things that we can do and other terms that we can play with and strengthen within our offer. Uh, one of those is going to be our option period. So that's going to be what used to be the first seven to 10 days of our contract period has now shortened to three to five days. Yeah. And believe it or not, we can do it in three days. Okay. Someone wants to see the least amount of time for your option period for the most amount of money. So what I'm recommending is three to five days for the price of about three to five hundred dollars. It depends on the property. Earnest money. This is a deposit. The industry standard used to be one percent. Emphasis on used to be. I'm now recommending my clients go one and a half to two percent. It is a deposit and it is our job as your realtors and your representatives to make sure that we do not default on the contract so that we are not liable to lose that money. That money will only be lost if we default. And otherwise you will see it at the closing table. So that's another way we can strengthen our offer. We might also decide that we do not need the seller to buy us the one year of a home warranty. Pretty customary is that the buyer asks the seller to give us a credit in the amount of roughly $500. And we can put that towards a home warranty. We might forego that additional expense uh, by us from the seller in order to stand out and ultimately give the seller a higher net. Your first point about the three-day option period, that is super, super tight. How are you as an agent pulling off a three-day option period where you're getting your inspections done, renegotiating if you have to? It seems like if I was a buyer, I would go, holy moly, I don't know if that's going to give me enough time to decide. So you're the superstar agent. You're telling your clients what and how are you doing that? So that's a really good point. It's definitely a tight time frame, but there's a few different things that I think allows us to pull it off and not every property can pull it off. I'll start there. I think that a big part of it is having the expertise walking through the property for the first time, knowing to some extent, are we going to just need a home inspection and be able to negotiate off of the inspection? Or are we going to need to have a roofer, a foundation company, an HVAC tech? If we're going to need to have all these follow-up contractors, three days is definitely going to be tight. So it is a little bit of expertise walking through the property for the first time. Now, of course, I don't know everything. That's why we hire an inspector. Another thing that we do is I have a handful of inspectors who are in my phone. And if we're putting in multiple offers and I know there's 10 other offers, I'm going to say, what's your availability in the next year or two? And this way I try to get on their calendar, get on their radar. If we get an offer accepted at 5 p.m. on a Sunday, I've already talked to my inspector and he can be there on Monday. So that's crucially important. We need to be able to do that because if we have a Monday inspection, we can get the report that night. Hopefully we don't need any follow-up inspections and then we can negotiate. So it's doable. Again, it's going to be property specific. Sure. 
super smart and not all agents out there are actually doing that. So let's get personal. Let's talk about the letter. Are you telling your clients to write a letter? Are you telling them to put a cute picture of themselves? How are you telling your clients to stand out in this regard? A hundred percent. A hundred percent of the time, include a letter with your offer. What that does is it changes you from just being terms and numbers on a piece of paper to being the people that we are. Dear seller, thank you for taking the time to consider my offer. Here's why I love your house. Here's how I can envision living there, loving it, raising my family, my dogs running in the yard. I tell my clients, make it cheesy. The cheesier, the better. Details are really important. The natural light, the upgrades. The reason that this does work, and I have had offers won for the letter alone when there were other offers that were offering a higher price. The reason this does work, and not all the time, nothing is totally foolproof, is because buying and selling a home is emotional. Mm-hmm. And so the seller might care that someone is going to live and love and treat their home the way they treated it and want it to be treated. And not, they're not just going to come tear it down and build something else. So it's not 100% of the time that that's going to work. And especially if we're buying from investors, it's, they're gonna have, we're not going to have that emotional connection. But I still recommend you do it. And like you said, attach an adorable photo of yourself. That never hurts. So let's talk about the appraisal waiver because that is actually new in our market. And are you using them? Are they helpful? Yeah. And again, I guess I should just do the disclaimer that everything's super property specific, but um, if we're able to, yes, we can compete with cash. If we're financed, we can compete with cash by putting this additional addendum attached to our offer. And this addendum says we, as the buyers waive our right to terminate if the appraisal does not come in at our contract price. Now, we could do a partial waiver. We could do a full waiver. There are Mm -hmm. options built into that document, which we guide you through. And yeah, so in some instances, we'll help you stand out from the rest. And if we are up against cash, it puts us on the same playing field. A seller doesn't want to get three weeks into their contract, not have the, uh, the home hit value, and then have to renegotiate or lose their buyer. When people are going... 30,000 over the asking price. Well, that's going to make a seller excited, but nervous, right? And so they're going to say, yes, please. But we need the waiver to say that you're not going to back out if it doesn't appraise. Sure. So your buyer at that point has their down payment, their closing costs, and a little bit of extra cash to make up for a spread. If that So it's not for every buyer. And, you know, that's just that's just the reality of the situation is not everyone's going to have the liquid funds and to, to make this work. And that's okay. Of course, you know, we can't, we can't win them all. And not everyone has that kind of financial liquidity to make it happen, but we'll guide you through that, you know, when the time comes and hopefully we can put that together and be competitive. Okay. So final question. Do we have to be pre-qualified before we go out there? Are we going to be able to just put in an offer and not have an approval letter or proof of funds if we're paying cash? How does this work? We need those things. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. And for everyone that's listening, listen up. Yeah, we need to be pre-qualified. If we're buying with cash, we need a proof of funds letter because when we have 10 other offers in and this guy and that guy are saying, look, here's a letter from the bank that says I'm qualified for the purchase. Well, that's, that's going to hold more weight than when we put our offer in and it doesn't have that backing. So like you said, proof of funds letter shows that in some capacity, you as the buyer 
will have the funds in your name for the purchase. Curveball question. What do you do daily that makes you succeed in real estate? It could be personal, but what is it for you personally? Um, I think what it is, is it's two things. It's first of all, keeping myself knowledgeable on the market and knowing that I know what is out there and I know what the values are and I can guide my clients through any situation. I think that's mainly it is being confident in my ability to represent my clients. And that does not always mean to win the bid because at the end of the day, if it's not worth 30,000 over what they're asking and someone else is going to pay it, sometimes I'll say, let them, yes. you know, that we don't always need to get caught up in the competition. I think that's, that's major. And I think what allows me to stand out in this, as an agent and what my clients appreciate so much about me is my honesty. And I will tell you, I'll tell you how it is with my expertise, but also I want to protect you. I don't want you to just go and put in a very competitive offer because it's a competitive market. That's not always the right move. So we're going to have very honest conversations. And I think that's important. And the second part of that is also just having the conversations, being communicative with past clients, current clients that creates future clients. Mm -hmm. And I just think that staying in front of people, staying communicative, I think it's really important in this kind of industry. Absolutely. Honesty, communication. Yeah. <laughs> Two of our biggest jobs. So I'm glad that you focus on that daily. And um, I do know that you are one of the best in the business. So I thank you for being <laughs> a business partner of mine at Access Realty. And uh, to sign off, how can people follow you and keep up with your real estate updates? Um, so you can find me on Instagram at, at Jacqueline Sells Austin. And also I've got a, a business page on Facebook that's also at Jacqueline Sells Austin. Jacqueline sells Austin at gmail.com <laughs> where you can find me. I'm just selling Austin. Oh, so Jacqueline sells Austin. Well, thank you so much again for meeting with me today. And I will have your information within this post so people can go and follow you and also follow me, see what we're doing at Access Realty. And I appreciate you. Have a great day. I appreciate you too. Thank you for the time tip. I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and feel more empowered with my tailored tips. Let's connect on Instagram or Facebook at Tiffany Sells Austin to further the conversation on all things real estate.